Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Bangers confirmed. All of them confirmed. Adrian's talking to himself with the mic off over there. It's just another day at the office, people. Hyping myself up. Ready to go. That's right. Playmakers plus edition today and tomorrow, I believe. Yes, uh, just today and tomorrow for the rest of the week, I believe. Good to know. Good to know. And uh, we're expecting a full week of work here. Uh, for our crew, which is just, you know, me and you, Adrian. So, I mean, part of the ship, part of the crew. Yeah, you hate the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and you've never seen the films. I'm, like, really disappointed in you. Yeah, I did. I, I've seen the ride in Tokyo and it's a million times better than the one at Disney, whether in Cali or Florida. But it's really, honestly, it's, you know what? I'm, I'm going to pull back from saying the Pirates of the Caribbean ride is the worst ride at Disney. And I'll, I'll move it up to maybe second or third worst because it does provide one good thing in the middle of the summer which is AC for about five minutes. And sometimes you just need somewhere to get some AC. So you heard it here first. Pirates of the Caribbean. You heard your AC, I think, ass crack. Is that weird? AC. I mean, listen, <laughs> booties. Sometimes you, you see Booty them. radio. It's been too long. Joe O tomorrow will probably say there's still a shortage. No, I mean, listen, and I saw I him mean, in person I mean, does that imply that he's listening? Or is he just thinking that we don't, does he assume that we don't? entertain booty talk enough what do you think that is i, I feel like he's kind of stalking my favorites like a scorned ex and that well kind of i think you're providing a service <laughs> no i'm applauding the women providing a service for hey, me they gotta work everybody's gotta work <laughs> gotta make a dollar gotta make a dollar you somehow I mean? sometimes you gotta holla yeah anyway i'm like literally making fetty bop like a like a name tag and like a chain that's our new for, for those just tuned in right now and getting off of work and we started the show with an amazing I miss you. I went on vacation ceremony. This is an amazing gift exchange. Yes, a gift <laughs> exchange in which I bought, well, formerly known as Boba Fett, a a piece of artwork, I'd like to say. Something out of the ordinary from you Disney. You know a, what I'm saying? You bought me a refrigerator oh. magnet of your picture. Yes, that which <laughs> I said on Friday that I was going to get you a picture of myself as a oh, gift. Oh, you did say that. Exactly. I'm, I'm really bad. My memory is so I'm bad. a man of my word and I had to get into it. I got into an argument with the CVS staff to make sure that magnet was perfect. That's you. You look good. You got a little muzzy little caterpillar crawling across your, uh, yeah, your upper lip there. Yeah, yeah. You could tell I'm Hispanic with that. You know, sometimes <laughs> it sticks through. And then a wooden, uh, a wooden Boba Fett. Yeah. Known yeah. now as Fetty Bob. Fetty Bob. Because I didn't want to do Fetty Bob because that name's uh, already commandeered in my life. So Fetty Bob. I'm making him uh, a name tag or a chain or perhaps. Uh, what do you call it when you have the cooking clothes specifically to go over your clothes? 
Apron. Oh, the apron? Yes, an apron. Yes, I'm an like apron. having a lot of trouble picking out certain words, but then I'm like creatively trying to go around it. I think that's better anyways. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it expands your vocabulary. Yeah. They sell that's aprons at Michael's. Sure. No, I do 100%. Um, I really want an apron for some reason. I've never been in the Michael's. Just yeah. a random thing because they sell aprons let over me, there. Let me tell you, it's a little overwhelming. I can imagine. It's, there's a lot. You never thought you'd see so many buttons or type not even colors of the wind it's colors of the wind and then there's different types of <laughs> all in blue it's like fancy exactly yeah it's a little much I, I i wish i were more artistically creative that way i just i don't know how to get started and i worry about gathering all the materials and stuff. there's like too many steps for me and so writing is just what I do. It is, but sometimes they make, these TikToks make it seem so simple oh, right? that you could just do it. Oh, yeah. I, just like body paint yourself. I created a TikTok this weekend. Did you? I wanted to make a montage of the trip, but then it got a little confusing. And I just was like, Who I'll cares? get to this later. TikToks are so hard. They're, yeah. they're a lot of work. I took a lot. I was I was basically a photographer this weekend, and I enjoyed it. That's I was exactly like, I wanna, what you're supposed to be as a dad. Yeah, I was like, I need to capture moments. And yeah. those moments Mother's Day happen. weekend in, in California, yeah, your ass is click, 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 <laughs> click. I got Making all the angles. Yeah, you did get all the angles. How much uh, basketball did you watch? I watched a decent amount. Yeah. Enough to on the be phone, like, like at dinner type of watch. On the phone, sneaking little views of the bar. Sure. Um, I don't know over the weekend if you saw the uh, wedding that was going on in Boston, where the dude was walking, the 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 groom oh God, was no. walking down the aisle, and he no, asked I did his not friend, see Tommy and his latest no. broad walking down the aisle. I didn't. <laughs> did they take communion at this particular uh, session? Because I got three more, and I'm missing out on good drinking time. Okay, like I, I got missed things you to do. Too, Meg. He, he walked down the aisle and was like, "Yo, did Boston win?" And his friend's like, no, bro, they lost to the Bucks. Dude, what the what's what the hell is going on with the Celtics? <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot to get to, and it's just a great, great series. So uh let's kick it off with uh, the drama of the weekend, which is gonna be Chris Paul um in this situation with the fan. Oh, the unwanted hugs that the Dallas Mavericks are peddling out as the excuse. So that's the latest. That's what that, they said. That's what the Mavericks said that there were fans giving unwanted hugs to the Paul family in the concourse. I'm pretty sure Chris Paul himself said that the family was feeling unsafe. I would like to hear from the family themselves to see how they feel instead of just hearing what the Dallas Mavericks think went down in their own fan base. And those fans, wow, the punishment, not allowed back at American Airlines Arena until 2023, which is next year. Wait, so they, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. That's the actual punishment that weren't banned oh, for yeah, life? Yeah, yeah, no, just sec next year. Yeah. What type of precedent does this set? Like, well, we know that the Dallas Mavericks uh, struggle with the concept of consent. It seems like a lot of people in this country do. Um, 100%. And it, it seems that people, we've talked about this for months, of just like the emboldenedness of, of fans and then specifically at NBA games. And earlier when you and I were talking about it, we are like, well, why didn't they have like them part of the the Suns, like all the Suns family is like a horde, then you're more protected and why they're so close. I'm like, no, the problem isn't the isn't the family. It's the people around. It's us. Yeah. It's it's the fact that we think that we can go up to whoever and just touch them. Or that your body is my body. Same type of Kool-Aid, people, just different type of potency, a little more sugar or to I'm this just, particular drink. Or I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just recording this for a TikTok, yeah. bro. It's just a prank, yeah. bro. Yeah. It's cool. I, I just, I wanted, to, I wanted to touch the texture of it. I, I wanted to, uh, how many times have you had somebody impose on you physically in your life? 
How many times have you had that happen to you where, where somebody literally did something to you without your consent like that? A few times. A few times. And I, I, I'm pretty sure most people would say that's true. Like most people are put in situations that they don't want to be in. And now there's differing degrees of that, obviously. But if that's, if that's such a common thing, why do we feel like we can impose it on other people? Like, I don't understand this. I don't understand how people get so hyped up. And if you look at the video, it's a very short white woman and a very young looking white man who seems to be her son. Yeah, we don't like, know if it's a teenager uh, or a young right, adult. Right, could be a minor, could be an adult. I don't really care because the behavior from a, at whatever age is unacceptable. If you can't act like a normal person in public, you shouldn't be going to those games. But that's it. Well, I'm paying tickets. I get to do whatever the hell I want. F you. And and also one thing I want to touch on I that hate, you said. This, is, this society is just like, it's just regressing and regressing and regressing. And it's just, I don't get it. And we just like, oh, see you next year. Yeah, it's just, fine. It was a hug, unwanted hug. And, I've been unwanted hug plenty of times. Guess what? Not, I didn't, they didn't get banned from the arena for a, for a year, but it needs to be worse than both of those outcomes. It's unacceptable. No, hundred percent. And also, you don't, you you can't be like, hey, you know, he just touched them on the shoulder, this that, and the third. Like, you don't get to no. decide how they're going like, to feel about getting touched. It's like a guy touched. saying that I just touched your ass at the bar as I was passing by. Yeah, I didn't How many grip people? It, I, didn't no, yeah, do I just, this I just, I just graze it. There's no harm, no foul. Yeah. And then I'm the one that gets kicked out for chasing them down. And be like, what the hell are you thinking that you thinking that you can touch me like that? And that's it, the bit. We put it on the people that are that are suffering the consequences of, of others. Oh, what is it? Privilege or privilege or just that they should be cool about the situation. I don't know what the exact In word position is. Position or just. I don't know. I gotta. I gotta think of a of a different word there. But let's. That's. We're getting a little bit um in the weeds here. I do. I do want to touch on one thing though, and that's yeah. specifically with this with this Chris Paul, um and Dallas Mavericks fan situation. But over the weekend, so the Sixers got fined because Joel Embiid played and they didn't disclose the injury status in enough time. And I believe versus the Pelicans, <laughs> uh, we're trying to find a place for uh for for Fetty Bop, um our newest member here, the Playmakers. Leader of the mind. Um, with with Joel getting fined for not being able to play with or, or not disclosing the injury status and playing, same thing happened with Devin Booker. It's kind of like, yo, the league is kind of protecting gamblers of like, yo, we're not – we aren't taking away the element of the surprise because in my mind, if I'm Eric Spolstra, I want to know as soon as possible. But if I'm Doc Rivers, like, no, you'll find out at tip. Yep. If we're he's deferring to capitalism. We're deferring to the dollar. Absolutely. I don't know if you've noticed any of the NHL coverage, but a lot of the play-by-play, like we were hypothesizing a few months ago, instead of talking about, you know, what happened on that particular shift or um, maybe a trend that they're seeing, uh, it's plus 400 on the money line for the rest of this period for these two teams. And that's it. Yeah. and That's it. That's all they put up there. And another thing that makes these playoffs a little bit more contentious is – you know, I went back and looked, and I believe the Suns, the Bucks, the Phillies, the Grizzlies, the Pelicans, the Mavs, and Utah have all complained and been fined by the NBA for refereeing. So, of course, this is an emotional game, and maybe because whether they have money on the line or they just don't agree with all the calls, this is why the behavior is kind of like well, being we also ticked are, We are also calling every single, like, we, we think everything is intentional and everything is, like, the worst thing to happen ever. Like, there's a lot of upselling of calls, too. Like, we can't expect things to be called perfectly like that's this is where the the gambling the stats we've talked about this multiple times where we have this false sense of control and this false sense of getting it right because we have to make sure that we're beholden to the dollar 
because that's what it depends on because people are gonna be pissed off because people's livelihoods are being put on the line people are, are whether it's the itch to scratch or the entire uh um everything like and and you're right it, it it's affecting it's affecting the product in the way that we consume it and i think in some ways i mean you've mentioned it before about how it's even how we can probably tie it to fan interactions as well it's just like very dehumanizing and and we even touched on that last week of just like rushing Joel back and that's not anything that's you know new in the world of athletics they've been doing that since forever um but it's just once you kind of see behind the curtain and the the insidiousness of like consequences and stuff and don't just look at it for what is as a profit driven model and the results that you get it from that like what it actually costs it's hard to it's hard to kind of rationalize the same decisions or or feel like it's a product that you want to invest in at the same emotional level. And so instead of having good, happy feelings or connected feelings to sports, I have combative feelings to sports. I have distrustful feelings to sports. I have dehumanized feelings to sports. And so this is the the environment that we have created for ourselves. Well, you know, Chris Paul is going to try to do whatever he can. And let's actually focus on the games. Uh, and we'll talk about that Mavs-Suns game. So... Going into this series, if I told you that the Mavs lost the game that Luka scored 45 points in, but ended up winning the game where Luka only scored 26 points and went one for 10 from three, you wouldn't have thought that was possible. Uh, but that's exactly well, if what Monty happened. Williams is the coach, anything is possible because he's coach of the year, is he not? Yes, he is for the Suns. Uh, congratulations to him. Mm. That news came down a few hours ago. But yeah, Dallas uh, shot the lights out against Phoenix. They went 19 for 34 without Luca's performance from three. Uh, Chris Paul, obviously on Sunday, was frustrated, got into a lot of foul trouble, got four fouls in the first half of game three. Overall for the weekend, 17 points, 10 turnovers, 11 assists. Mm. Um, DeAndre Ayton, something that on Friday, like literally the Sixers and Heat, and the Suns-Mavs series, I didn't know on Monday if we'd be talking about a Game 5. I thought it's possible yeah, thought it that these games were going to be... Easy sledding. Exactly. Uh, for some reason, DeAndre uh, Ayton is not getting the ball. He's taller than everyone on the Mavs. It's difficult for them to guard them. And for Dallas, on the flip side, they're doing this five out, having everyone at the three-point line. And on the perimeter, they're not defending them. They're letting them into the paint and kicking it outside. And in the playoffs, Dallas has had two different dudes from the bench come into the game and hit eight three-pointers, which oh, is exactly what the Darren Desmond Finney Bain Smith, effect, you say. Yeah, exactly, or Malik Beasley. Like, yeah. they've gotten those performances, um, and they didn't waste them. And Even better reference, Malik Beasley. Yes. Even better reference. <laughs> you're, yes. So After my heart today, you're bringing me gifts and uh, hyping up my wolves, man. <laughs> 100%. So for the Suns, they just need to – they need to be a little bit more patient, and they can't. Like Chris Paul, some of these fouls, like the first foul was just pushing a dude because he let him get an alley-oop and just kind of lazy basketball. Yeah. And we talked in the Pelican series about how he had one good game, one bad game, one good game, one bad game. Is it the Stanima? He's older now. So it's something to keep an eye on. Um, and let's, uh, let's go to this Philly and Miami series. For once, I'm going to have to give my credit because he showed up. James Harden. 31 points, 
He was on, out the entire night the, before. He was out the entire time. Your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. The strip club powered them through. Yep. Uh, 31 points on 8 for 18 from the field. Uh, made it to the free throw line 10 times. Had 9 assists. Had 7 rebounds. And probably the most important thing and the thing that I have been so critical of James throughout the playoffs is out of those 31 points, uh, 16 of those were in the fourth quarter. And Ooh, clutchy Clutcherton, huh? Yeah, it's showing up, and he hit a couple of his step backs, and and look the the Joel Embiid effect where the mask it's a it's an official thing. It is, and not only that, the most impressive thing to me is it's you know Joel's not forcing anything offensively, just his presence on the defensive end, and him he's not being like Jimmy Butler went off this past weekend. He had seventy three points Woo! in the two games. That's the most of any two game stretch he's had in his career in the playoffs. In that third and fourth quarter when things were getting tight and Miami was trying to get back in the game, like credit to Joel for trying to guard a, uh, a guard at the perimeter as a center and being as lengthy as he is. But for the Heat on the flip side, like I don't think if you talk to Eric Spolstra that he would prefer that this team be led by one dude having those outrageous scoring numbers because that's not no, how that's they not the function. Heat culture. Never has been. Yeah, it, it, it's a team effort. And they had to bring Shaq in to make sure Dwayne could reach the first heights in 2006, right? So it's always been that way. Yeah, and, and for Jimmy Butler, who shot 25 of 42, that's a really good percentage for the weekend. Uh, the rest of the team throughout the two games were 40 for 117. That's only 35%. It's a great amount of percents, though. It is. And what's not a great amount of percent is 20%, which is what they shot this weekend from three, 11 of 54. One thing that was kind of shocking was the decision to have Kyle Lowry play. Um, he looked hobbled. He was taken out of the game like five or six times in game three. And as a matter of fact, now we don't know if he's going to play game five because he might have just gotten a little bit too hurt yeah. playing in game four. Um, and the most surprising thing that isn't getting a lot of just conversation is that I don't know what happened with the NBA and these contracts, but it's surprising to me that Duncan Robinson, who has a $90 million contract, has been on the bench the entire series, despite in the first round versus Atlanta. He had a 27-point game where he made eight threes in one game, and he hasn't been able to get on the court. I just talked about the struggles from three. Maybe from he three. showed up to practice late. Maybe. Uh, or, or just Instead of a bag skate, this is what you get. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> speculating, guys. I'm yeah, not really so being serious. I don't know if that's going to be something that they're going to try to do the stretch the floor and maybe get some three-point momentum because they're going to need to hit these shots. Uh, and you asked me about the Celtics. And rightfully so, Jason Tatum, worst playoff performance of his career. Yeah, it seems like he's running out of gas playing too much uh, defense because, you know, Marcus Smart was out for the first couple games of that series or just one? He was out for just one. Just one. But it's a much different opponent than they had in the first round, isn't it? Yeah, you actually got to play defense, and the other team plays defense. Just 10 points on 4 of 19 shooting for Jason Tatum. That's not Game two. Yeah, you can't be an MVP. The anointment was player. early, people. He's got to prove it more. You got <laughs> to do it against the people that, that do it the best. And. You know, I, I think that's still a long series, but man, if you're turning stat lines like that and that's your best player, not gonna be a long series. Much, uh, much credit to Wesley Matthews for the Bucks, who came in was a primary defender for Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum went zero for ten, and credit the Bucks too without Chris Middleton, kind of getting Jason Tatum uncomfortable and not getting, not letting him get to his spots on the floor, yeah. and kind of building a shield, and because of that. He's getting uncomfortable. He hasn't seen that this oh season. Oh my god! I just saw and, the nastiest save. Oh, we got oh we got NHL hockey that's going oh, on, right? Oh yeah, sorry. Keep going. Yeah, no. So so kind of 
the the fact that they were cutting off Jason Tatum and doing different things turned into lost possessions uh, that helped Milwaukee in game four. They opened the third quarter on a 21 to 11 fast break run and gave him the advantage. And even despite Giannis still not going off, still averaging around 36 to 37%, still having Drew Holiday have to put up 30 shots to get around 25 points. They are still in this series, and Grayson Allen hasn't been shooting, and they have the advantage, and they're making Boston feel a little bit uncomfortable. Does the defensive player of the year, Lindsay, need to not play because they did win the game? Well, where yeah, he didn't according play? to you, they think they, they play better without the defensive player of the year on the floor. One of the most ridiculous things that you've probably ever said on this program, but you know what? There are plenty of people that have said way worse things. And if you want to hear that ridiculous thing, you should go on the Odyssey app. It's free. And it's available. Uh, playmakers feed, nightcap feed. You're still you got that basketball feed. You got playlists. Yeah, we got the hip hop underground, high master locker mix. We got so many aspects of our personality on there. It might as well be a horcrux at this point. And you know, I'm pretty deep in this hockey right now. Alexis Lafreniere just scored his first ever playoff goal in his career, and is the youngest player to do it since like forever. He's like 20 years old. But the New York Rangers have taken a one to nothing lead against the Pittsburgh Penguins, and I just saw Igor Shesterkin make a very, very impressive save. And that's exactly the type of brand of hockey that they need to play. We already got through the Rangers, though. We got the uh, Abs and Preds to talk about the Flames and Stars. And guess what? Adrian's going to lead it. So I got my eyes on the TV, and we'll see what comes out of the brain when. I'm not at the wheel. We'll see what goes and what stays. Eleven for the bet. What up? How's everyone doing? You are now in the world I'm ruling. Take a minute to adjust for the wonder us. Cluster fun. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez. The Playmakers. Exclusively on eleven forty the bet. Did we make the uh, executive decision last week that we're going to have two Mezcutty days this week? Because I think we missed like one segment of it last week. So clearly, you know, that just, that calls for it, right? So we, are we going to bring it on Wednesday when we're back on? I don't know. On? I don't know. I think it'll, I'll have to go through the songs and see what day speaks to me. Listen, it's, it's not a bad situation to have an extra Mezcutty. Certainly not. It's, uh, he is eternal, as is... Uh, so many aspects of the game of hockey, like the never-ending pursuit to uh, potentially turn a two-minute minor high-sticking penalty into a four-minute minor high-sticking penalty because if you draw blood, it's four minutes. So if you get hit in the face, how much, how much do you bet that some of those guys bite their lip a little bit and hopefully, like, you know, get just, a little, get a little, if, it, if it's not already going? Just a few. I think they're not going to say anything. Yeah, it depends. I don't know. I think that's kind of shady if you do that, especially with just like how grisly this game could be. I mean, I don't know if anybody saw the Darcy Kemper situation over the weekend. He is luckily out with just uh, with some eye swelling. I'm sure that they've checked him out as much as he can, but I know it's something that can be very much a fluid situation. But uh, cat eye masks in goaltending helmets um, – this is very niche, guys, but this is a hockey segment. You're going to lead it here. So before I let you lead it, I'm going to lead you down the rabbit hole. Um, like, for the cages that go in the goalie masks, like, you, for a lot of us, you want to have as unhibited, un, uninhibited line of vision as possible, right? Uh-huh. And so even the bars down the middle, you can kind of see in your line of vision. I mean, we all know that we don't really see our own nose if we're looking out forward. Like, there are these blind spots that our brain purposely puts there, but – when we're, we're very specific breed of creatures as goalies 
And these masks are actually banned at like high school age down because of the situation that Darcy Kemper, these, these masks, I mean, they're, they're technically uncertified because they're cat eyes. They have a much bigger hole on either side that allows a stick blade to go through it or, or a butt end of a stick. And, you know, all it's just, it's a waiting game to until somebody like literally loses their eye. And so, but those guys are a lot of people are willing to take that risk in order to see more pucks. I wore a cat eye mask for at least the final couple of years of my collegiate career, and I was luckily uh, able to make it through unscathed. But for a Colorado Avalanche team that has a lot of recent history of goaltending injury, especially in the postseason, I, three nothing lead is is as good of a lead as it's going to get in the series, but. And Fravel or Pavel Francouz is a very capable net minder in and of itself, but it's when you see things happen that have happened before, it's hard not to shake in your boots a little bit. And they're gonna be playing tonight uh in Nashville. Colorado leads that series three to nothing. And uh we'll we'll have to we'll have to see how things percolate because we know how lethal that Predators power play can be and how physical that team can be too. And so if the Predators are able to set an established tone early on and get a lead. Who's to say they can't hold that on? And after that, you're just going one game or one game at a time right now. You're just chipping away at that lead. And so I think if you do that, you get the building going just like the Steven Samkos did for the Tampa Bay Lightning. He scored like within like the first two minutes and Amelie Arena went nuts. <laughs> Rightfully and, so. And that's they what needed him. to happen because it's like the Leafs and Lightning series, just like a lot of other ones are tied two to two. And so like, you, it's not just the scoring first, it's the big momentum boost and the buy-in that you get from the arena. So you need to take advantage of those um, home games. And so I would anticipate the Predators and the Nashville faithful to be very, very, very enthused about their chances tonight. Um, Adrian. Tough losses, by the way, because Predators losing 2-1 to one in overtime. Mm-hmm. And then that Game 3 performance losing 7-3. to three, um, Difficult to bounce back from. Is this a situation for the Predators with, and obviously one game at a time, uh, Darcy Kemper isn't playing, so you have a shot. But if they end up losing, whether it's a, a sweep or a gentleman sweep in five, is this a situation where the Predators fans just need to be happy that they made the playoffs? I mean, or? it was just once you heard that UC Soros, they're starting that minor was going to be out at least through the first round. I'm pretty sure it's longer. Like, it pretty much just chalked up as, well, what are we gonna do? Like you, you got to go out there and and you can get it done with your netmires. I mean, there's been people, there's been teams that have made runs with unknown netmires. Just ask the St. Louis Blues. But like, UC Soros was literally the reason why this team was in the conversation. Like the Nashville Predators were not a team that a lot of people hypothesized to make the postseason this year, and it had to do with UC Soros, and it had to do a lot with Tanner Janot. And hit like he's likely gonna win the Calder Trophy or whatever. He's he's a special rookie, that guy, and he's a special type of player in terms of physicality. Like he hits with reckless abandonment, but in a good way, and it sets the tone for that team. And it's important because you have like the Matthew Shanes and the Ryan Johansons who don't have the best of reputations in terms of being like, well, the rubber's time to meet the road. These are the guys I turn to. They're not usually those guys, but I would do that. Tanner Janot, I bet you would. Roman Yossi, I bet you is. And UC Saros, I bet you is. Two or three of those guys, uh, I haven't really heard their names much, and one of them's injured. Let's move on to the Calgary Flames and the Dallas Stars. Tell me this, because uh, Johnny Gaudreau came out earlier today and said, I don't think anybody else really expected us to be here. Maybe the underdog mentality is something that we need to employ. Can you have the underdog mentality if you win the division? Absolutely not. Really? You think so? I, I No, I can't have that. If you win the division... Right. No, unless it's some surprising 
two-week run to end the season coming out of nowhere. Well, usually that doesn't happen to win the division, though. Exactly. So, therefore, if you've been ahead, like, I, I don't know, what is it similar? It's, it would be like the equivalent of the Grizzlies acting like they're the underdog. I mean, they you are can, the underdog. You can have the mentality, but people are going to view you and kind of give you that respect in terms of getting on the ice yeah, and being a regular like, season doesn't mean a whole lot. It just gets you there. It gets you the ticket. I mean, I guess, I mean, and that's what... Because otherwise, they've only had, like, one other playoff experience, and they won, like, one round, and uh, Johnny Gaudreau is the guy in Calgary. Career year, contract year, all that stuff. And he gets a breakaway wide-open look when the final couple minutes of the other of the game the other night, and he shoots away from his personality. He goes low blocker instead of going glove. And granted, you can switch it up at any time, but... That is the moment that you have to have. It's not necessarily about winning the game. It's about answering the bell. And he hasn't done that yet. And at least in the, in the, in the manner in which that is necessary. Because you need to overpower the Dallas Stars. The Dallas Stars will suffocate you to death. They will absolutely suffocate you to death. And they will hopefully have another stellar performance defensively uh, in addition to Jake Ottinger. Can you talk to me about how Dallas does that and kind of there was a funny tweet that like basically the the Calgary Flames offense has gone to hell yeah. and this guy's like, "Well, welcome to what the Dallas Stars do and this they is, suck yeah, you in." 100%. What they do is that they they dump the puck into the into the offensive zone and so you have to go collect it and and break it out, right? And they instead of just shooting it like as hard as you can right at the end boards or ringing it around the boards and and asking the goalie I mean to get it out there sometimes it's about just flipping it in the zone and keeping your head down and going balls to the wall because they forecheck you if they meet you from the faceoff dot down in your defensive zone they're going to trap you they're going to keep you down there for a long time they're going to they're going to grind away your legs and it might not be this shift but I'll tell you, one of them, we're going to break the dam. One of them, you're going to leave somebody open in front, and we're going to have Joe Pavelski be able to finish. Or he's going to, like, tip it from, you know, Miro Heiskanen just sending it from the from the point after they set it up. That's how they do it. They, they forecheck their physical, and they're willing to play the brand of hockey that isn't fun to play. And so Johnny Gaudreau and the Calgary Flames, very reminiscent of the Golden Knights a couple years ago when they ran into the Dallas Stars just at an earlier juncture. But you have to be malleable, and you have to hit on your and your points. Like at it, it, some points, like the Gold Knights couldn't even get the looks. But even when they did, they weren't. They would sail them, or they put it. They wouldn't take the, a good shot, or they would just take the oversimplified. Like it's a there's a fine line of doing what is necessary and doing what is just hockey. And it's in this you know millisecond type of decision. But these guys have been making these millisecond decisions all year. Like, you, you have to hit this. You have to come up big in that moment. And if you don't, well, then you're not really a team that's ready to go. And sometimes that's exactly what happens and, and those to those top-level teams. And to your point, like, yes, Dallas brought some pressure, but at the same time, uh, I see that the uh, the Flames had 21 giveaways, 16 missed shots yep. uh, in, in game because two. Because the Flames love to play around the blue lines. They love to to gather pucks on the boards. Like the Maggiapani character is a really good puck collector along the boards, and they look to turn that puck over and quickly go on the rush. Dallas will not allow that. Dallas will, will put three people on the blue line in the neutral zone and just say, run into us, do it, because now you have three people going downhill on the offense, but now I've stopped two of you and the other guy's going the wrong way still, and now I got four guys going back towards your net. You know, it, you have to change. You, you have to be 
willing to take what the game gives you. And so sometimes that's why, like, when Jay Woodcroft, the Edmonton Oilers coach, is pregame in last night ahead of the, the Kings um, matchup, Whatever happens, we stay true to our brand. This is what we do. We're consistent. We're whatever. And that's a page right out of John Cooper's book and a lot of other hockey coaches. But I don't necessarily hold the same um, opinion. I, I, I don't think playing to your opponent or changing aspects of how you're playing an opponent means that you abandon your system. There's just there's a lot of lack of imagination. And so teams are more likely to falter when they're not willing to think outside the box. And I know you love talking about good goalkeeping. Um, yeah. And so with Dallas and their goalie, it's kind of been phenomenal this series, correct? Yeah, Jake Ottinger has been amazing. He's uh, And he's an unbelievably mature netminder for his age, too. I think he's 23 years old. Um, he is talking to the defenseman and, like, making sure that, like, everybody is lined up correctly and, and staying calm. And he's he himself has such a demeanor that even when he's looking like he's chaotic, he is still maintaining his weight, which is the the the, the main part about goaltending is maintaining that center of gravity and knowing when to flop, knowing how to flop, when to freeze, and and that element of control that isn't necessarily as simplified as, well, I kicked my leg out. It's about staying still and staying balanced and not getting too untethered or out from your typical stancing. But very pleased with your attempt at your not typical stancing and hockey expertise today. Thank you for leading me through some of these because I have talked a lot of hockey. As of late, uh, a lot of that can be found on the Playmaker Suite on the Odyssey app, which is free, along with Adrian's underground hip-hop playlist and other things. We'll get our weekend wrap-up on the way. Last segment before we send you all back to the abyss that is your life. We are the Playmakers. We'll be right back after this. One for the bet. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Shortest break ever. <laughs> Two minutes. <laughs> Two minutes, but it is Playmakers Plus uh, today, tomorrow, and I, as you mentioned earlier, I think those are the only days during this week. I mean, we thought like Playmakers Plus was going to be super different, but it hasn't really turned out to be quite yet. Yeah, not as risque, you know what I mean, yeah. but... Uh, but we did do the There's special gift giving. only so much giving. we are capable of, right? Right. It, well, I will say it might get a tad risque inside our recap of the weekend and the craziness. Really? Well, because and, and the thing that I enjoy the most is obviously. Booty picks. I wasn't so in tune with the sports this weekend because yeah, I was over here showing my son Seals in Seagulls on uh, San Diego beat side or whatever. Like I was on that vibe. So to come into the building and to do my research and to find out that. Every sport had some ridiculousness from the Kentucky Derby I to the that UFC. I was this weekend. Yeah, it was like all the sports were available. Yeah. Even um, the, the oh my God, please, the IPF, the International Pro Fishing League. We caught some outdoor Stop it. some outdoor channel uh, on cable because that's what happens. You Bass find out these channels. Bass some sass out there. Yeah, and yo, the boats had sponsors. The the everything had sponsors. I was like, shout out to you, the oh, IPF. the fishing, the fishing. I mean, they have a whole industry just for them. No, of course they're sponsors. No, hundred percent. I just it, it was it was good to see them thriving because it was Uh-oh. a different era. Chris Kreider's going down the tunnel in the playoffs. That is absolutely the last person you want to see. Please don't tell me it goes up his face. Oh, just the collar. Well, I'm not. sure his neck is fine. <laughs> yeah, he'll be okay. You're fine, Chris. Suck it up. And as uh, we start this weekend recap, uh, let's go to a city near and dear to Lindsey Brown's heart, Philadelphia. Oh God, it's a lot of Philly action. Technically, this didn't happen on the weekend, but it was close to it and it has to be mentioned. Uh, the Phillies blew a six-run lead in the bottom of the ninth. Oh, my to the, God. To the Mets. They were up 7-1. To the Mets? They lost 8 God, to Stephen seven. Cohen must have just been, like, lotioning himself up. Buck Showalter and them boys. Who? Buck Showalter Who's still. Who's Buck Showalter? He's, like, he's been, like... He's been on baseball tonight. He's like 80 years old, Lindsay. Oh, so he's one of these okay. dudes. He's been around for thank, like a very long time. Thank you for time. your service. Yeah, thank you for your service for your 54th different head coaching job. You're really changing the culture oh, they have the cyclical of the problem as well. But then we go from the Philadelphia Phillies to the Philadelphia 76ers while James Harden is over here playing his ass off for once in the Philly jersey. This man is courtside, absolutely comatose. Did you see the video of this guy who was literally passed out on the first row? No. It was Thanksgiving energy vibes. No way. He had the itis. Uh, he went viral. I, I hope he did not pay for those tickets because that would have been a pretty penny. Clearly to... money is no object if he did. He's like, yeah, I can fall asleep wherever. It's such uh, a pr- power move. Not really, though. You're just like, you get that drunk. I've never been like drunk enough to pass out in a chair in public good i would take my myself home before then good and luckily he, he or did. somebody else would probably take me home that's probably more of an accurate right and he, jill jill doesn't do directions nearly as well as Lindsay does <laughs> look and thankfully the guy went backwards and not forwards because that would have been oh the God. situation trust, uh, court fall. Side. trust fall or he interrupts the play and it goes out of bounds it could have been this whole I'm sorry, drama i'm so popular trust fall just like uh mean girls falls forward like karen no, only Gretchen is there to catch I haven't her. seen or No, mean Gretchen girls. falls in. I haven't seen Mean Girls all the way through. Sorry, Lindsay. Two different Americas. I have to take a vow of silence. <laughs> well, you take that vow of silence. Let's go to the UFC with 
one of the most confusing post-game or post-fight interviews I've ever heard. Audio courtesy of ESPN. Last fight, I was tired. I was exhausted. I'm about to launch this NFT that's going to change the fight game. And I put in 30 all-nighters before that fight. I had herpes before that fight, two outbreaks in the span of a week. I'm here. I'm healthy. Let's go. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I'll fight. I was not expecting um, some of the sexual health scares that this UFC fighter was going through. Um, but I'm glad he bounced back. Is it the Mean Girls? She's not. If he has herpes, would you say that he can't sit with us? <laughs> I That's get one it. of the best quotes of all time from Mean Girls. I know that About, one. Get in, loser. We're going shopping. That means nothing to you. No, that, mean, I, that means nothing to you. I've seen it on That's Facebook That's so fetch. I wrote an entire final exam about the word fetch for my linguistics class. Or was it linguistics? It was something communication. And it's, all, it's my joke that I, this is an entire semester of college education for you people. A chair is a chair because we all agree to call it a chair. And that's what I did for the word fetch. That means absolutely nothing to you. I got an A on that final exam. That's right. Professor Marsha Sully, huge fan. I'm um, happy you, for you. Was this one of Lindsay Lohan's you, last you movies? You made out with a hot dog. Oh, my God. That was one time. Means absolutely zilch to you. Four for you, Glenn Coco. You go, Glenn Coco. You don't even know who Glenn Coco is. I don't. October 3rd means nothing to you. You talk about May the 4th be with you. How about it's October 3rd, Aaron Samuels? Looks so sexy with his hair pushed back. Is that Jonathan Bennett? Bennett? My guy, Jonathan don't Bennett. Don't even open up the IMDb. You haven't earned it. <laughs> you haven't earned it. This is my bit now. I've taken this over. You don't even go here, Adrian. You don't even know that there's about a 30% chance that it's already raining outside. None of this means anything to you. No. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. None of it. I'm so sorry, Lindsay. Lindsay, so... <laughs> don't have sex in the missionary position. Don't have sex standing up. Nah. You don't, that means nothing to you. And let's ride. The che- cheesiest person alive. They named their dog Bronco. Russell and Sierra. How precious. I've, I've officially named them the Woody and the Buzz Lightyear couple of the world. Because you know that Woody is the biggest square of all time if he doesn't meet Buzz Lightyear. Right? No, 100%. Buzz Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear opens the whole new world. And that's Sierra. <laughs> and and you you wouldn't even know that Pass That Dutch is in one of the greatest movies of all time. They were passing Dutch. Pass that mean Dutch girls? were going through the the lunch tables where everybody sits, all the clicks. You got the mean girls, you got the the jocks, you got the Girls, you all share the one Diet Coke together. I saw that in theaters with my mom, my best friend, her mom, and her little sister. We were in seventh grade, and that was not a movie for seventh graders as they learned after that fact. I'm so glad that we got to, I got to experience that with them. Did you trick them, or were they like, let's all go? No, we all went, because it was it's a movie about middle school girls, and we were in middle school. Came out in 2004. Sounds about right. You wouldn't know. Shout out to Rachel McAdams. You, uh, don't, even, don't even reference her. You haven't, you haven't <laughs> earned it. Because if you haven't seen Mean Girls, there's no way you've seen The Notebook. There's no way you've I've seen, seen the about, notebook about have you seen about time? About time? Yeah, no. that's her best. That's one of her best films. But I just I am so taken. I didn't like the notebook. Aback. I don't even know if it's like uh, the, the opinions. They're just I don't know if I can respect them right now. Have you ever fooled your parents into going to a movie and oh. they thought it was all good? No, I didn't want to go to par- movies with my parents. Well, my dad had to take me to Team America World Police. My I told him it was I made just my a mom movie. take me to the Pokemon movie at midnight and then she didn't take me to any more movies. 
<laughs> Yo, those movies were kind of boring. Very Dude, slow Dude, it was paced. Mewtwo. It was like the biggest event of all time. What do you mean? <laughs> that one was like very sad. But boring. you're like really pretty. So you agree. So you think you're really pretty? Doesn't mean anything to you. You continue. I'm just going to keep throwing Mean Girls quotes at you and just say, it, like, this is what I'm doing the rest of the time. Fantastic. I don't think my father, the inventor of Toaster Strudel, would be too pleased to hear about this. I don't like Toaster Strudels. Uh, ESPN's headline regarding the PGA Tour um, talks about golfer James Hahn, who, quote, is not happy with how loudly a fan is eating chips. If you don't like people existing around you, maybe you're the problem. Maybe you need to go live out in the, in the boondocks. You know who wants to live out in the boondocks? This hmm. golfer who wants to play by himself with no noise other than birds chirping. Lace chips can't be eaten that loudly, can they, for this guy to notice like that? Hmm? Lace chips can't be eaten that quietly for this this professional golfer to be so upset that he has to talk to the media and the refs. About a fan God, trying to enjoy some so chips. People are so close to their trigger points and everything. The level of annoyance. I mean, as I'm sitting here, literally sitting here. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. It's just unacceptable. You smell like a baby prostitute. <laughs> also a great line. God, Danny DeVito, I love your work. He was in that movie? No. Oh, okay, 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 sorry. Um, I'm obviously not a, uh, a movie person. Um, you said living in the boondocks. Someone who probably wants to live out there, too, along with this golfer, is the Pittsburgh fan who tried to get some loving after the Penguins scored a goal and oh, got denied brilliant. in 4K. Yeah, it's amazing. It's 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 a great little piece of content. And they actually, like, asked. They went, somebody got down to the bottom of the story. Apparently, the kiss was already exchanged, and he wanted it to be on camera, so he went back for a second helping, and then she was just like, no. Because they've been dating for a while. We all know how that works. No. No. Is butter a carb? Man. Is that from the movie? Yes. Oh, my God. This guy double dipped. And his base said no. On. I wonder what, what happens now that that went viral. I wonder if, if how this guy responds. If, he, if he's upset a little. A little, you know, feeling jealous. Or like he got embarrassed to the world. Anyway, we're, we're talking about all these things most that guys, happen. Most guys take rejection on a public scale really well. Yeah, 100%. So I'm, I hope that they're in a good relationship because that can get out of hand. I know how you guys bully each other. Yeah, especially in 4K because yeah. TBS called it for the world. <laughs> oh um, and we, we talked about funny things that happened this weekend. And, oh and we, we were all just bringing up second and third place because by far the number one clip came from F1. And uh, this man, this, this host, this correspondent for F1, Martin Brundle, who was a correspondent for Sky News, and he was on the F1 floor, the pits, whatever it's called, trying to get some interviews, and this is what happened. Tall guy there, that must be him, is that? In the Balenciaga top? I can, uh, right, let's, let's dive in there then. Oh, hang on, we've got to get around there. Patrick, Martin Brundle, Formula One television in England. Yeah, I don't think you can hear me up there. Patrick, how are you? Good, good to see you on the grid here. What do you think of this atmosphere? This is crazy. I've never been to an F1 race. This is this is spectacular. It's amazing to be allowed right in the middle of the competitors just before the race starts. Yeah, now you can see they locked in. It reminds me of myself. Uh, the real focus. Okay, it's not Patrick. That's why he ignored me in the beginning. But what is your name, sir? Paulo Bancaro. Right, okay. Well, I thought I was talking to somebody else. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> 
will happen. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> this man thought he was talking to Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl winning quarterback, and was talking to a star from Duke, Paolo Banchero. And my favorite part. Balenciaga top. God. Well, it's funny because too. Also, like Paolo, I can barely read. He's like six foot eight, and this this reporter is like five foot six. So there was already like he was fishing, like trying to go up trees, trying to hey, can you talk to me? Can you talk to me? But the ending was amazing. Like just listen to this. What did he say? He, he dismissed him after being like, "Oh, you're not Patrick Mahomes." Whatever. Oh, I was like, I literally couldn't like make out like what he was saying. Yeah, whatever. He, yeah, whatever. Whatever. It, it, it's cool. You're, you're not I Patrick Mahomes. I can't go to Taco Bell. I'm on an all carb diet. God, Karen, you are so <laughs> stupid. Maybe we should read Mean Girl. Maybe we should do quotes and accents. Mean, that might be a good bit. Mean Girls, British accents. You can't do any quotes of a movie you haven't seen. That's true. I can't. Literally, I can't fake the literally, funk like you have to watch either Joe Dirt or Mean Girls this week. Like, just ignore your child and your family responsibilities for like two hours. And then you can hear, I can put my whole fist in my mouth. Want to see? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah. I did not know where that's going. Did you see a nipple? It only counts if you see a nipple. Also a line. This, this is this, exactly where I wanted to I, go. I'm going to watch Mean Girls. You have to. It literally. I will by the end of the week. You you don't understand millennial women or younger without Mean Girls. Like This is one of those like canonized pieces of art that everybody knows. Boo, you whore. Like, there's so many lines. All of them. We should do it on Wednesday because you know we're going to wear pink. What? We should do it on Wednesday because you know we're going to wear pink on Wednesday. Then you have to watch it by Wednesday. (laughs) We can't do this without you actively participating in this. Like, when I sent this picture to you when we were doing matching suits for the NFL draft, you didn't even get it. I didn't. I don't even know you anymore. What is this? It's only Monday, and thank God we're back for the rest of the week because I need to figure out exactly who I'm doing this show with. I, every, everything is confused. Be well to each other, but usually you shoot, use your blinkers and other things. I don't know. I'm just so upset. We'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy your best. Bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.